Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Over Memorial Day weekend, we all saw the scenes of crowded swimming pools and busy bars in Lake of the Ozarks. Missouri was trending on Twitter, and not for the right reasons, as throngs of young people ceased sheltering at home and bellied up to the bar with nary a mask in sight. We now know that someone at one of those packed bars had COVID-19. Cases of community spread are almost certain to follow. But that all feels inevitable in this pandemic. And so the question is not who. The question is why. Why risk contracting or spreading a deadly disease just to get your drink on? Well, joining us today to share some answers is Heather Mitchell. She is an associate professor of psychology at Webster University, and she specializes in cognitive psychology. Heather Mitchell, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So you say that some of the behavior we saw over Memorial Day weekend can be explained by a concept called cognitive dissonance. What is that? Sure. So cognitive dissonance, it's a state of having inconsistent thoughts or beliefs, especially attitudes. Um, And that inconsistency is troublesome. And Human beings, we really want to be consistent. And in fact, one of our primary, um, really important motivation for us is to maintain that consistency with the way we're thinking, feeling, and behaving. And so whenever we have the uh, dissonance or discomfort that we feel related to those inconsistencies, we really engage in a behavior or type of thinking to try to lessen that dissonance. So tell me in this case of of people who ended up going to these crowded bars or swimming pools, what are the inconsistent beliefs that that you see sort of playing a role in that? Sure. So as we have come to learn here in America for however many years, We've been a part of summer society. We have the unofficial, we've learned the behavior associated with the unofficial opening of summer. And for many of us, that is what Memorial Day marks in addition to the um, other levels of importance that that holiday holds. Mm -hmm. But because we've learned it's a time for fun and family and relaxation, we, we know that behavior associated with Memorial Day. It just so happens that this year Memorial Day was a little different mm-hmm. because we're getting mixed messages. Again, the inconsistency that um, our past experiences with Memorial Day and what we like to do are not lining up with the warnings and dangers that were being that are being shared with us during this pandemic. So we have this idea that, hey, summer's supposed to be fun, Memorial Day, we go out and party. That conflicts uh, conflicts with the idea that the coronavirus is scary. So what ends up happening when we find ourselves with these two beliefs that are in clear tension with each other? Sure. So we have to make a decision. How are we going to behave relating related to these competing perspectives? So in order, we, again, we're striving for consistency, and we want to decrease the dissonance. So 
some may have chosen to follow some of the recommended precautions. So if we think specifically about the example at um, Lake of the Ozarks, Mm -hmm. I think there were temperature checks that were conducted. And so some of the precautions were being followed um, while I didn't see any social distancing in the picture of the pool. No. <laughs> so not all of them. So we can make those choices of what parts of the recommendations we are going to adhere to. Hmm. So we're kind of struggling to find a way to bring harmony in a situation that doesn't lend itself to harmony. Is, is that a fair summary? <laughs> That's a great summary. And I think as we look back at, at uh, that weekend and those times and the behaviors that we Uh, know we did, as well as the behaviors we saw of others. Some individuals certainly chose to hunker down and not leave and just enjoy a quiet Memorial Day in their homes and adhering to all the recommendations and guidelines that they had been given while we saw the other side uh, or into the continuum with the footage that came out of the Lake of the Ozarks. Hmm. Well, if you're listening to this conversation about cognitive dissonance and risk-taking in the age of the coronavirus, we're curious to hear from you. We want to know how are you calculating risk and deciding what actions to take during this pandemic. You can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. You can also send us a tweet. We're at STL on air. You can email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Now, Peggy Dolter left us a voicemail yesterday after responding to a question we asked listeners in this week's newsletter. Uh, that's our St. Louis on the Air newsletter. And we wanted to know of any courses of action folks are weighing and trying to reconcile what they know with what they do. And she said she's been experiencing information overload about where things stand in terms of the number of COVID-19 cases and where things are headed with the pandemic right now. One reason for that is just as things are opening up, I'm, I'm weighing this. Is it okay to go to a restaurant? eat outside with friends, um, wearing a mask when we're not eating, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, is it okay to go away for a weekend? There are fewer than 10 people sharing a house on the lake. Is that okay? It's a small group. Um, we'd be in separate bedrooms. Is that okay? You know, just things like that that um, are a little hazy now. They're in a gray area now. Whereas before, it was very simple. No, don't get together. You just don't see your friends, period. You know, And now it's just a little more um, confusing and nuanced. And um, that's the sort of thing that is, is on, I think, probably a lot of people's minds uh, right now. And that is listener Peggy Dolter, who was kind enough to leave us a voicemail um, describing some of the conflicts that she's seeing. And as she says, things were a lot simpler back when the the government was being a lot more heavy-handed with this. Heather Mitchell, can you identify with sort of that gray area that that she describes um, being in right now? Definitely. So the um, uh, the confusion that that we're in as things. Um, begin to open up and we're allowed to do more and more activities, yet the lines aren't so clear as to what we should and should not do. And that drastically increases the level of 
discomfort or discord we feel because of this cognitive dissonance. We, again, want to be consistent in everything that we do, and we're in a situation where we just really aren't sure we see a clear path as to what is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's really difficult for us to work through. I want to go to the phone lines. Uh, Jerry is calling from O'Fallon, Missouri. Um, Jerry, hi, you're on St. Louis on the Air. Good afternoon. Yes, really quickly. Uh, I have a background in uh, accident investigation. And there was a phenomenon where people would indulge in uh, not necessarily, well, something that was risky or above their ability level and expose themselves to more critical dangers and succeed. And then they, that would become a new floor hmm. of what they thought their experience levels could allow them to do. So you see a progression of people doing a riskier and riskier thing is an example of my background. Flying into weather, it's a little dicey, but hey, they made it. And I think the same thing applies in this kind of situation. At first, everyone's, you know, goes all masked up and, you know, in, in, uh, you know, hazmat garb to go to the grocery store. And, well, you've been doing that for six weeks and nothing's happened. And, and so you slowly begin to drop your guard because you're relying on your immediate experience. And, and nothing bad has happened so far, right? So it's like, exactly. hey. And, and that's, that, that's the phenomenon you can see looking back into, you know, serious accidents that people built onto a point where they certainly went far beyond their ability to, uh, to, to, to comprehend the situation they were getting themselves into. Jerry, that anyway. is a, a fascinating point you're making there, and I love that your knowledge um, from that job that you did plays into this. And, boy, I hope the accident isn't a metaphor for Missouri and the coronavirus, uh, that we might need to check ourselves before well, we wreck that, ourselves. <laughs> and also when you, see when, other, when you see other people modeling that behavior and it doesn't appear that there's a bad outcome. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that sort of gives you. you permission to go forward. Hey, that person didn't catch it. Um, Heather Mitchell, thoughts on that? Yes. And in fact, it's, um, during these times, there are so many conflicting um, motivations and the um, the raising of that, uh, that feeling effect, if you will, that as we push the envelope a little more and a little more and nothing happens, then we gain courage and we gain the confidence that, oh, I'm fine. And yeah, there certainly are um, uh, hesitancies that come with that behavior. And I I just um, would hope that in the light of all of these phenomenon that are occurring, that we certainly should do our best to adhere to the recommendations that are being made that line up, again, with what we believe and what is safe and what is going to help us contribute to uh, good homes, good neighborhoods, and good communities in general. Heather, I thought it was interesting. Um, at St. Louis on the Air yesterday, we posted a poll on Twitter. We also put it up on our private Facebook group, which if you're a fan of the show, you can ask to join our private Facebook group and participate in right. things like that there. Um, we asked people for the most challenging situation they've had to make a decision about in recent days, whether people felt that tug of war among competing beliefs. By far the most challenging for the people who responded to this poll was whether or not to participate in the protests against police brutality that are taking place. These are obviously bringing together large groups of people. It's going to be very hard to distance when you're in the middle of a march. If a political cause feels like it's it's a matter of utmost importance, how does that play into this equation um, of the cognitive dissonance? 
Sure. Um, so as we are all grappling with this current situation and all of the constraints that are upon us, um, cognitive dissonance is here. We're feeling the simultaneous constraints of the health and safety recommendations as well as the com- compulsion, the feeling that I need to get out and do something because my community, my neighborhood, my world, it's its in a time of turmoil. And I want to do whatever I can, again, to try to restore some sense of consistency. Mm-hmm. And not just consistency, but bettering the situation. So the, the, uh, the, the, the dissonance, hopefully, um, is going to, decrease eventually, but before we get to that lessening of the discourse, uh, we hopefully are all working on ourselves uh, to become the better individuals that we can during this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we look for ways that we can be part of the solution and we can help create a better um, place for all of us to live. We also heard from Nick uh, from Wentzville. He had a question that he was uh, willing to take um, off the phone. And he asked if it's fair to expect people to measure their own risk. Going back to that idea of the government had all these pretty strict rules, the rules are now gone. Uh, Is there too much ignorance out there that we can't be expected to balance our own dissonance? What's your thought on that? That's a great question. I think, think of, of course, we can. And we You we have faith do. in us? <laughs> I do. I do. We we have up until this point. I I know um these are unprecedented times and now this last week or, or so they've they've just become even more so. Mm-hmm. Yet I do believe we also all want to do the absolute best we can to better ourselves our homes and our, our lives as we contribute and hopefully beneficially to the lives of our neighbors and each other. So, Heather, um, you have some trust in the people out there, and, and that makes me feel good. I hope you're right about that. I think we're going to see in a couple weeks whether that's warranted for a whole lot of Missouri residents as these restrictions continue to ease. And, and as we know, the coronavirus is still out there. But it's been fascinating to learn about the psychological underpinnings of these decisions that we're all grappling with on a daily basis. So, uh, Heather Mitchell, Associate Professor of Psychology at Webster University, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And for all of you who are trying to decide to do in what to do in these risky situations, uh, man, we're all right there with you. I don't know that anybody knows 100% the right answers. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.